Before I share with you some thoughts in my homily, I thought I'd like to bring you up to date and get you to know Father Emmanuel a little bit better. I am a retired gentleman, so I don't go to work. My wife often refers to me as a retarded gentleman. Um, but I get to come to daily Mass. We come to 815 Mass, and the priests rotate being the celebrant of those Masses. At last Friday, Father Emmanuel was the celebrant. And during that Mass after the Gospel, he shares a few thoughts from the Gospel for us to, to, to learn. And he was talking about being, about being concerned about others and their concerns and, and their pains. And he referred to him being 20 years old. He could jump out of bed and wouldn't hurt a bit. He could just get out of bed and he'd feel fine. Then he said, but now I'm 42. When I get out of bed, my knees hurt, my back hurts. It gets me a little, gives me a little time to get started. And you're supposed to think about what his, what his homily is about. And my thought was, oh my God, I'm going on 81 years of age. Everything hurts when I get out of bed. And I said, man, he's a, still a young man and he's got a lot to learn. So bear with him as he grows up here with us at St. Joe. Welcome. Each Sunday, you and I attend Mass here at St. Joe, and often we hear the priest or deacon use the term disciple, a term used in the New Testament approximately 250 times, urging each of us to follow Christ and his teachings in our quest to someday achieve heaven upon our death. In this context, the dictionary defines a disciple as a follower of Christ. Some scholars suggest that our Lord had a large variety of followers, suggesting those around him were gathered in concentric circles of which the 12 apostles were the innermost group, the disciples came next, and then his followers or believers. When you hear the word disciple or a description of same, what goes through your mind? What do you imagine or believe are the actions or behaviors you must follow to ultimately attain your eternal reward as a disciple? Over 2,000 years ago, according to the writers of the Gospels, Jesus demanded a complete personal surrender to himself. His disciples must be willing to abandon his father and mother, his son and daughter, and to take up his cross and lose his life in the following of Jesus. Like their master, the disciples had to leave home and had no place to lay their head. They must not remain, even to take care of an aging father, nor to dispose of any of their domestic affairs. Back then, the disciples of Jesus could not hope to attain his dignity. Their entire lives were to be spent in discipleship to Christ. Later, in the Acts of the Apostles, the word disciple was used to describe Christians, you and me, not one who had actually known or followed Jesus personally. What does this word disciple mean to you today in 2021? In the lives of the saints, those before us and amongst us, these followers of Christ sacrificed greatly for Jesus 
and leave behind many of their earthly possessions and relationships to follow Christ. As we, you and I, are we expected to do the same today? The world is different now than what it was 2,000 plus years ago. God wants to be in relationship with us, with each and every one of us, always. When we cannot seem to find time for God in our daily lives because of all that we are expected to do with family responsibilities and our outside relationships, how can we find time for God? Or better yet, how can God find time for us? Living a prayerful Christian life amid so much chaos can seem like just another feat of time management. It's not like that. Space and time are not the appropriate categories for our relationship with God, whose name for us is I Am. Sister Marguerite Bourget wrote the following. It seems to me that we do not pay enough attention to prayer, for unless it arises from the heart, which ought to be its center, it is no more than a fruitless dream. Prayer ought to carry over into our thoughts, our words, and our actions. Three thoughts I share with you. In following Christ, we need to regularly reflect on one simple word, God. How often during the day do each one of us think about God? Never murmur or grow impatient at the sins or misbehaviors of others, but bear with patience and humbly pray for them. I'd hate to have you ask me for what was the last time I prayed for the guy who cut me off in traffic. Finally, set apart some time every day, just a few minutes, to meditate on the passion of Christ. God is not a choice amongst many. By the time we choose God, it's most likely that God has already chosen us. How do you fit up to the description of a disciple? God bless.